up, it's up, one and all. Welcome to the Cover Band Central official podcast number 201 for Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. And I'm Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? Oh, man, here we are. Now, here we are. The next two, the next 200 to go. Crested to 200, Steve, and we are now in the... <laughs> yes. Uh, welcome, everybody that's coming in and joining us live. Come on in and say hello. Tell us where you're from. We will say hello back. We are broadcasting live on the Cover Band Central Facebook page in the Cover Band Central Facebook group and on the Cover Band Central YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the description. Hit, Click that link. Click the bell. Yeah. And you'll know when we go live. You'll be notified. You can check out all our previous stuff that we have on there. Uh, Juanita is in New Zealand. What's up, Juanita from NZ? Other side of the planet, Leo is back. What's up, Leo? In northern Minnesota, Leo's always welcome, joining welcome. us. Welcome, Leo is a supporter of the page as well. Indeed. Um, which anybody can do. You can become a supporter of the Cover Band Central Facebook page. There's a link in there on the page somewhere. And you can support this podcast, <clears throat> Steve, with stars. You can. During this broadcast, you can, or the replay, you can support us uh, by giving stars, which is a digital gift that you can give, you buy them in packs, one star equals one cent, so you buy a pack of a bunch and then- Yes, give them freely. Throw some our way. Distribute freely. We do this all for free, so it's nice to have you you guys throw us some love back. You can do that here. Uh, Daniel's here, uh, he says, good evening. Deborah what's is up, here. What's up? From Oz. Along with the wizard. Along with the wizard. Um, so, uh, yeah, what else? Uh, do I need to talk about? Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> cover band I think we're good, stuff. man. I think you have uh, a good intro going. Not enough cover band. I'm not promoting it. Yeah, not promoting anything else no. right now. Uh, Just cover band central ooh. podcast. Although I do have some stuff coming up, but um, yeah. yeah, two weeks ago we did episode 200, which was epic. We had a bunch of guests. If you have not, if you have not watched that or or listened to it, you can check it out. There's a link to in the in the uh, description here for the audio podcast version of this 200. Uh, to listen to, you yeah. can check, click that link and go back and listen to any of them or all of 200 them. 200 hours, like. Steve. It's a mere, you know, couple of months worth of time. Come on. Yeah. Um, every time you do that thing, I have to, every time, like I when I go and edit this, the audio podcast, I have to go in that and find when you do that and bring it down. Just oh, so I'll section. have to pull back further from the mic. Or, or, or just don't do no, it. No, that's not good at this. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like. Uh, I know you're trying to make it sound like a crowd it noise, does. but it doesn't. It just sounds like you making my headphones. It sounds like crowd noise. Yeah, but not in the replay. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll get some. I'll get a crowd. Food. Johnny, get a crowd yeah. next week. I got, got the guys <clears> working. I'm gonna get a crowd. Be fun. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, lots happening in my musical playing. Yeah. World. Do tell, Steve. What's going on? Yes, it is awesome," said Daniel. Two hundred hours. <laughs> yes, it is indeed awesome. And it went by like the blink of an eye. Daniel. Just like Just that. Just like that. Um, mm. Zip right by. So, as you know, and other uh, followers of this podcast know, that I play on uh, Bourbon Street in New Orleans on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I've been, uh, uh, Juanita said, rent a crowd. There yeah. you go. I got a cough again. I just got to make a couple of phone calls and I can get a crowd at my beck and will so no rental necessary just put out the word say i need a crowd they then they appear yeah um so that's what i've been doing for the last seven months is playing 
uh, during the day on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, at a band at a uh, club called Bourbon Bandstand with a band called Cornerstone, and then at night on the same days with a band called Rockbox at a club called Fat Cats, which is right across the street from Bourbon. How Bandstand. convenient! <clears throat> yeah, so an opportunity came up recently, and I was kind of mulling over this for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, what to do and the opportunity was to play at bourbon bandstand at night as well on those same days with that same band or a, a different variation of cornerstone some of the same members and some different members okay so i was left with a quandary um a uh, sophie's choice if you will conundrum yeah i had to pick uh, sophie's choice like picking between two equally deserving options so if i were to play with Cornerstone at night, that means I have to stop playing with uh, Rockbox mm. and Fat Cats. Yeah. I can't be two places at once. Um, or I could have turned down the Cornerstone thing and continued as a, and status quo. Yes. Um, it was a tough decision to make because I, I love playing in both bands. I like the variety playing with Rockbox. Um, and, uh, I, you know, it's a great band, great songs, you know, different material, different club, different sound system, all that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I considered all the different factors about this and ultimately made the decision to play, to take the new job with Cornerstone at night and to leave Rockbox. Wow. Now, <clears throat> now for Rockbox, I was technically a sub because the, the bass player who normally is in the band is, has pursued some other business opportunities, but has still uh, held on to his position in the band. Uh, he is also the band leader and the owner of the band. So he wasn't ready to give that up mm. so easily. Um, so um, I was offered more money to play with Cornerstone. So that was a factor. Um, and I, I, there's a lot really to it, but I felt ultimately that I could, that that cornerstone needed me more than fact than rockbox did hmm. uh, rockbox i felt like they'll figure it out they'll get somebody else they'll they'll you know that they're solid enough enough and they know enough people where they can figure it out and move on whereas uh cornerstone would have crashed and burned right away without me uh, and that um i mean that makes me sound like i'm thinking so highly of myself and that's not it it's just no, I wouldn't say that. I think it's just the reality of the fact that if you're not in Cornerstone, it's a bigger detriment than if you're not in Rockbox. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, you know, Jason really insisted that he needed me and he went to bat and got me more money. Mm -hmm. um, so that was uh, that was a factor. Uh, there's, like I said, a ton of other factors, but that was the decision I made. So, And how much notice the, do you have to give? And that See, that was the... The biggest regret I had was I only gave Rockbox a week notice, mm. um, and I really wanted to give them two weeks. And it was, and it, it, I'll, I'll take the blame for that. I could have made the decision a week prior, and I didn't. I was just kind of hemming and hawing about it. But, um, and they were, you know, they're upset, you know, and they're they're still, I think, somewhat upset with me, but they're not mad at me, you know. They're still, you mm. know. They're just like upset with the situation. And I, I spoke at length to uh, not actually not quite at length, but I spoke to uh, one of the guys in the band and or a, couple, a few of the guys in the band, actually. And they all understood 
they were just like, it is what it is, you know, it just sucks, but mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, you know, it's what you're doing. And, and, and I'm, I'm glad that they're upset because that means they, you know, did value me to some degree. So, <laughs> yeah, they're you know. just like, oh, that sucks, dude, but have a good one. Thanks, man. Yeah, and I could have put it as simply as Juanita saying, Juanita, Juanita is saying, yeah. she said, well, if you're a sub, then too bad. Um, and, and again, she said, yeah, you got to do what's right for you. And that's ultimately what I decided was doing what was right for yeah. me. So you know, I, and at first I was like, I'm, no matter what decision I make, I'm going to be disappointing somebody. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, ah, you know, and it was advised to me to just not consider that, just consider what's going to be best for me. And that, that's it. So that's what I did. That's some sound advice, Steve. That's good that you're pursuing what your heart desires. And like you said, you know, you can't be two places at one time, so they'll have to figure it out. And I'm sure there's capable bass players on the block that they could solicit to fill that spot if need be. Yeah. Sorry, Leo. Jennifer is spam, and I just blocked it. So <clears throat> she said, knock it off. Um, <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah, and what they ultimately did was uh, the guy, one of the guys who sings in Rockbox uh, is playing bass. Uh, he's the guy that plays with us in the afternoon, Sonny. He plays with us in Cornerstone, plays keyboards. Jack of all trades, plays everything. But he, and he's good at everything. But question, he plays in Rockbox, right? Yeah, he's the singer in Rockbox. What's up, Paul? He's in Mobile, mm. Alabama. So is he... He said he's new is here. Is he going to continue with that other gig he's not going to be in the nighttime cornerstone band correct mm, okay yeah so nighttime cornerstone band as a whole thing and i'll get into that in a minute but um but so sunny is playing bass in Rockbox, and they got a female singer to cover for the entire month of june so they're they're good now for mm. for you know for a few weeks um so yeah with with cornerstone it's we don't have a keyboard player from one. We have a keyboard player, which is sunny during the day, but at night we don't have one. So we got a good, another guitar player who did an okay job at best. Um, Why not get another keyboard player just to replace him? We would if there were one mm. available. Um, so not in the, not an abundance of keyboard players down in. There's not an abundance of anything, Tony. Really? It's crazy. That's, it's it's just yeah. Because when I was visiting you, the time I came down, right, and and we sat in and we we kind of toured the town, hung out for a while. We we're hanging out with Jason and a bunch of other guys, and it seemed like there was a lot of musicians, you know, in in the clique down there that were available for you know, like on the bench, so to speak. Not the case anymore. No, I mean, there's always been a lot of musicians here, but there are are a lot of positions available as well and there's more positions available than there are musicians Mm. it's just a numbers thing and it it is surprising because it's new orleans it to me new orleans is one of the greatest music cities in the world and there's so many venues to venues to play there's so many options you would think that people would be beating down the door to get one of these jobs not the case Um, not the case and it's i i don't quite know what it is i think it's you know the people that just don't live here and they're not willing to move here um you know i I mean it's mostly people that live here or near here that are are doing those jobs Mm 
but some people travel from Mississippi. Some people travel an hour and a half from, you know, uh, Western Louisiana or, or central Louisiana. Um, and, uh, but it's, it's a challenge. So we, yeah, we have a second guitar player, no keyboards. And we use, we use 10 different people for Cornerstone this weekend. Wow. In a bit, in a band that has five or six people on stage at a time. And that was only for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday daytime, correct? That wasn't, you're not into night shift yet with those guys. No, I'm talking about the night. Oh, you're talking about night shift for Cornerstone? Well, I'm talking about day and night. Day and night. For Cornerstone was working day and night. Oh, and so, over that. On, so, they, so they've already started the night gig. You're just not doing it yet. That's what it sounds like, right? No, we started it this weekend. Oh, this past and weekend. And, you, and so the week notice was from last week. Was right, yeah, it was Memorial Day weekend. Gotcha. Okay, now I understand. I told them okay. on like Saturday. So you're in, so that's it, that was it. You told them Saturday, that gave them the one week, and then now this is the following weekend comes, and now you're full rock, you're full uh, cornerstone day and night. Yes, for the, I gotcha. did it for the first weekend this past weekend, and we used ten, ten, uh, was, <laughs> 10 different people um, all together because Jason played drums Friday and Saturday, day and night, and then Sunday he had his, an issue with his truck that he had to get worked on, so he didn't play day or night mm. Sunday, so we had a sub-drummer. Uh, we had this this other, this second guitar player for the nights on all three nights. Uh, Sonny, of course, we, we have him only during the day, but on Sunday he played guitar and keyboards during the day. Nice. So he's playing the keyboard with the guitar hanging around his neck. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Deborah said I look like I need some rest. And and you're saying that only because I haven't shaved. That's why I look tired. But I, I'm <laughs> or maybe I'm just old. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe but I got I actually got plenty of maybe rest. You look a little sleepy, today. Steve. Look a little sleepy. Um Not me, man. Then, I'm well rested. I'm chipper, ready to go. And so then the singers, one of our regular singers had to have surgery. Hmm. Um, so he's out right now, and he's out for an uh, indetermined period of time. Mm. Um, so we had a sub-singer female during the day, all three days, the same person. Then we had a new, and we had our, our one regular male singer work day and night, all three days. That's Travis. Mm -hmm. um, do I have a head cold? Probably. I always have a, whole, a cold. Deborah said head cold. Could be Deborah Lee Ryan. Deborah, you know what? I mean, I would love a week of rest. You know, that would be great. But that's just not a week of rest. Who has time for a week of rest, Steve? Too much to do. Yeah, it's hard to have a band," said Paul. But it's <laughs> yeah, it's even harder for two, or or one. But it sure is fun, Steve. Members. Double the fun with two. <clears throat> so we had a, a, a female singer with us uh, who worked with us last weekend. Once she subbed. And she did uh, Friday and Saturday night. Fan freaking tastic yeah. singer, like killer voice. Just I mean, was blowing me away on stage. I'm like, wow, this is this girl's really good. Uh, and we have secured her for the entire month of June for the, all the night gigs. So that's a big plus. Um, and then Sunday night we had a different female singer that we use uh, we've used before. Young girl, very good, also fantastic performer, talent, everything. Now, you normally don't have female singers, right? 
you have two guys. Uh, yeah, our regular lineup has two is two male singers. So correct. do you have to change up a bunch of different tunes to accommodate the female singers, or do they just sing we, male songs? We do. We change up the tunes. So how, what does uh, that do to the dynamic of the band? You know, if you're used to he hearing that, you know, Cornerstone do these 40 songs, and I like those 40 songs, or I like 30 of them, and now I go and there's 25 new ones. Right? Um, no. it, I don't think it changes the dynamic all that much um, for us or for the crowd because the crowd's always different. So they're not... No, I meant dynamic um, of the band, right? Like you guys have, you know, whatever, how many songs you guys do, right? But they're obviously mm -hmm. not singing chick songs if they have guy lead singers, right? So now you have a right. girl with a real high voice and you got to accommodate that. So what kind of concessions do you have to make? What would you have to adapt to that? Like what kind of songs do you have to throw in there to, you know, to make that work? Well, I have, um, and this is a great segue to uh -huh. our topic. Nicely done, Tony. Um, I try. I have, I'm, I'm very, very organized with stuff. Mm. I have, you know, on my computer, I have folders for everything, properly labeled, properly placed. Um, I'm like that in my everyday life with things around my house. I put things where they go. Uh, it's just a part of me. I want to be organized. If I want something, I want to know where it is. Good to be organized. And I want to be able to get it. Leo said screen freeze. Is his screen freezing or is ours? Screen his freezing? screen's freezing. You're, you're, not, you're not frozen yet. You're unfrozen, Steve. But Leo is saying, yes, you are definitely frozen. Maybe I do have a cold because I keep coughing. Uh, all right, I said better now. Um... <laughs> Uh, it's going around, uh, Steve. You could be coming down with something, but we'll we'll update people next week. But so, um, yeah, I keep um, and save a, a list of songs that singers know. Anytime I work with a new singer, I make sure I get their song list. And then I uh, oftentimes will reformat it. And then I save it in a folder. So for any singer that we use, I have a printed list of the songs that they know, which I have right in front of me at the gig. And so I've, I've been back to kind of calling the show because we're using different people. Uh, so that's what I do. I just, you know, and I have to base it on a lot of factors. Number one being songs that the band knows. Mm -hmm. So I have to kind of, uh, so the, the the one singer that the fantastic one sang with us Friday Saturday, when we first worked with her last week, she came, the first day she came, with a list of three pages of songs, all alphabetical by genre, hmm. and I was so thrilled yeah, at that. Yeah, super organized there. You know, uh, it was easy for me to just use that, even though it was three pages. I had to keep, I had to separate them and then kind of spread them out on my. I have a music stand. Shh. I have a music stand oh, on stage. Were you wearing cargo shorts yeah. and sandals? No. 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 Uh, no. Uh, Pat said no practice sessions. No, we, we don't practice. In New Orleans, we don't we don't rehearse. No rehearsing, Pat. Uh, we, Show up and go. Show and go. We we play so, yeah, exactly. We play so often that we just kind of try to, uh, you know, just do it at the gig. We figure the stuff out at the gig. And uh, most people are prof professional enough to be able to do that. Um, and we've done this for a long time. So, um, 
you're accustomed to doing. Juanita said, when I fill in for any band, I learn the, learn the band song list, mm. which is a good thing to do. I, and I'm assuming she's a singer, maybe. Um, but that could be for, for anybody, any player, uh, any band member that you, you know, if you're joining a band, you learn their list. You know, you don't, you don't bring your list and say, all right, guys, hey, we're, we're changing so, stuff. So when, she, when the list, when Susie brings a list of three pages worth of stuff and you start going through mm -hmm. it, is there ever a point in time where like you get through the first page and you're like, uh oh, with only like three songs on here out of these 30 that we know? No, because I glanced over it before we started and I, you know, just at a quick glance, I could tell that there was plenty mm. of songs to fill the time, more than enough. Okay. It was a treat, really. It was like, oh, this is this is fun now. I get to kind of pick some different songs that we don't normally do, but I know that we know. And uh, so, in fact, for the, for the two days that she did, uh, we we ended up doing a lot of different stuff from her list. So it uh, was there anything was on nice. that list that you guys had to learn, or did you learn any songs because you were like, wow, it's a great song, but we don't do it, but let's do it. No, not yet anyway. Mm -hmm. And that really is the plan. And and I'm big on learning songs and I, I know a lot of songs and I know a lot more songs than the rest of the band really does. So it's kind of on them. And I gave uh, the guitar player and the drummer a list, five songs from her list that we should pick up. Uh, and so it's up to them to learn them. And as far as I know, at this point, they have not done so. Mm. So thanks, Paul. He said very smart. And I don't know what he said I was very smart about, but thanks. Very smart, Steve. Um, so uh, the the uh, the other singer that, that was playing with us during the day, the other female, I did not have a list for her until just before uh, I had to go into work on Friday. Like I woke up to an email, and like, or not even an email, a text message with a, a picture, like a photograph of her list, not in any discernible order, um, and just had to quickly look through it and then format it and make my own list that I could print out. And that was on Friday before the Friday gig, Friday morning. On Friday, yeah, mm -hmm. like Friday morning I had to do that. Mm. Uh, Good thing you organized. So, so it's a big, and, and that's the topic I've chose today was about lists, and that's that's a big sticking point for me, especially having worked here in New Orleans for thirteen years now, especially having been a band leader uh, at times where I had to use a lot of uh, subs, uh, fill in people. I think it's imperative that you have a list of songs that you know. Now. And I say that and somebody might say I'm hypocritical because I don't have my own list of songs that I know, but I'd, I've never needed one. You know, I've never been ever in my career had a, a time where I was going for a gig and somebody said, well, let's, you know, send me a list of songs, you know, that's never happened once. I would love it just for fun. But what happens? You just many say like I'm know? a plethora of information and I know a ton of songs, and you know. Well, no. Me. Typically, if I if I play with a new band, I learn their songs. You know, like. Uh, uh, I, so I mean, but, but if you're saying. subbing with a band, you would learn their songs, or you would roll up and say, "I pro you know, I know." Like, send me your set list, and I'll tell you what I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, in New Orleans, it's been more of. I I know I check their set list and then. 
I, I tell them what I know and if, and whatever I don't know, I learn. Okay. That's what I do. Um, um, so I, you know, I played in a wedding band here, uh, years ago and we did like wedding gigs, corporate gigs, and I had to learn their songs. Of course. There was no, there was no like me sending them my songs that, that wasn't a thing, but you know, in the case of where you're, you're, uh, I, I think especially singers, that's, it's really important for singers to have a list of songs that they sing, that they know. Um, well, particularly if it's a female singer, right? Because it's not going to be the same, you know, list of songs that you would have with your normal band with two guy singers, right? So, I mean, in that regard, it's not like if another guy showed up, he could still give you the list, but you could say, hey, he probably knows a bunch of these songs, right? But if it's a girl, like you said, you're going to have to make some adjustments so they're not singing all the guy songs. Yeah, ish. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm sure I, I think crossover, both are right? important. Yeah, I think both both are important, and it, we have you know girls singing some guy songs mm -hmm. that are tenor vocals like uh, uh, Journey and yeah, Sweet and Child, the, anything that's higher. Sweet Child yeah. and ACDC yep. or Bon Jovi, um, because some of the guys here either can't hit it or it just wears them out. Mm -hmm. So so we typically will have girls sing some of those guy songs um but yeah either way i think it's important for either gender to have a, a running list a running list you know make sure you're adding songs to that like oh yeah i didn't realize i didn't remember that i knew that song because mm -hmm. th that happened this weekend like on one of the girls lists you know i have her list and then she kept saying to me oh and this song you know like and i had to you know add it oh and this song and then there was a a, a time where, where I called a song, or it was a request, and we started playing it, and there was the male singer, our regular guy, and then the female singer, the sub, and we started playing it, and then the male singer threw his hands up, and he's like, I don't know this, and it was on his, it was on his list. <laughs> so that's, that's why I called it, and it wasn't on her list, but then she started singing it, and she pretty much knew it. Oh, wow. So it was like, Okay, you know, this needs to be on your list, and this needs to be either off his list or he needs to learn. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Here we go, Steve. Whoa, what are you talking about? I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, it's such a. Uh, George said he did wedding gigs for eight years, had to learn a lot of songs, yeah. and he was back in a female singer. When you're playing wedding gigs, too, you have to learn songs all the time. Um, it, it, you have to learn new ones all the time because you're playing a wedding, and the, the bride or groom wants. Uh, a particular song for a particular thing and, and well and you, you need know. to have a, a, a deep pocket of genres in there too like if you're going to play yes. unforgettable or at last or some slower wedding songs you know it's not just all upbeat dance rock stuff right there's a lot of right. other things in there uh you know you gotta have some versatility hey folks stefan shirazi and renee richardson here from the metallica report and we are proud members of the pantheon podcast family where the best of music and podcasts unite We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Um, 
So I think I, I, I'm just a big fan of lists. I, I keep lists all the time. To-do lists I make all the time. Mm -hmm. um, it helps to keep, keep get it out of my head. Like, what do I need to do next? Oh, it's right there on paper. Um, it keeps me organized, keeps me productive. Um, and then especially with, with the band stuff, you know, I make these lists. I format them in alphabetical order, people, mm. when you make a list of songs. You can split it up by genre. It's not absolutely necessary. But if you do, make sure each song is in alphabetical order. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to um, do it, you might as well do it right, right? So if you're going to put the effort into doing anything, you should do it to the best of your ability. So, of yes. course, Steve, I applaud you for putting things in alphabetical order and being very organized. If you just <laughs> I was taught that. Started, and I yeah, think... jotting them down. It's like you have this messy list with no type of rhyme or reason, you know, and then it's very hard to track. I think I was taught that in uh, kindergarten, mm. maybe first grade, when I was five or six years old. When you were put on, when you were put on, the, were put on the naughty list and they showed you what a list was and you're like, ah, now I understand. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Um, so, so that's important. But now another, for people who are band leaders or people who are in my position, we have to use different players all the time. I think a list of musicians is essential as yeah. well and that's something i keep as well um a list of drummers a list of guitar players that and uh, their contact information their phone numbers their if you're good at, with excel which i'm not but if anybody out there is good with excel it's great to make a spreadsheet of things like mm -hmm. that email address phone numbers you know any other information you want to know about them do they sing or not you know if they're a, a musician yeah, you make a template and then you just like fill it in, you know? Yeah. Um, Setless Helper, Leo said, it is a great app, um, a great tool for sharing lists. Uh, yes, for, for those who want to use that for their band, for communicating within your band. How does it work with the subs when people request songs now? Like I come to see your band and I'm like, oh, I always, I, I always come see this band and I request this song, right? And I request it and, you know, ha what if you can't do it? That's um, a thing that we have to deal with at the time. It's tricky. Um, we just communicate with the requester. Mm. Um, at Bandstand, we're very interactive with the crowd. Um we learn people's names. We learn where they're from. You know, uh, what's what their reason is for being in town, mm. blah, blah, blah. So if somebody requests something and we don't know it, we try to find something that they do know. We try to make them happy somehow. Gotcha. Um, and, and very often people come up and they got the bill in their hand and they they go up to the, the bucket and they're holding the bill over the bucket. Can you can you play, a, a, you know, a, a Credence... Clearwater Revival, and they're, they're ready to drop it, and they're just waiting for the answer. So we're like, um, yeah, we could do that one. Uh, okay, boom, drop. Or, or he'll say, can you play this song by this band? And we'll say, oh, yeah, we don't know that one, but we could do this one. And generally, they'll, okay. I, I mean, I've never had somebody say, oh, no, forget that. They're always, they're, anybody that's coming up to tip the band and they have their money out, they want to tip the band. Yeah, and the next guy's not coming up and being like, you know what, I really didn't like that song, so I'm taking my $10 back. Yeah, I know, that never happens. Never happens. 
Um, so it, it's it's challenging, but we de- we adapt and we you know we deal with it. Uh, and the, a, a big challenge too is because because I use this tip app. That was my next There's question. two different ones that I use, mm-hmm. and so I had to make new lists last weekend for to accommodate the new the different combination of singers. for the QR code. You mean when I go up to to, to, right. Right, to click on to see what song I want to request? You you needed a new list with a different you know set of songs on it to accommodate the right. players that you had. Right. Wow. So it's not only do I have to make the list of the singer, songs that the, the singer knows in alph- alphabetical order, nice big font so I can read it on a sheet of paper yep. on stage. I also have to input those into the app and I have to do them one at a time. It's it's time consuming. I have to type each song out. And yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. And then combine it with another person's list and, and make it, you know. So, But for the daytime for this past weekend, I didn't. I used one of the apps where I have a general master list and I, and it was fine. Um, but if I work off that list, Steve, and I'm going to tip you through the tip app, right? Doesn't it, don't I say, Hey, I'm tipping you $5. Can you play this Van Halen song? It doesn't mm-hmm. go through until you accept it. Right. Cause if you don't know it, can you decline that tip or does it go? It just comes on one of the apps. I can on the other one. I can't. So the one I was using during the day this past weekend, I can do that. So, um, so that gives me kind of an out. You know, I have the master list, but I have a different singer on stage, so it's it's a little roll of the dice. But it, it worked out fine where songs that people requested we were able to do. But yes, that is a, a choice. If if somebody requests a song, it comes up on there, I can decline it and not take their money. But I will always say it on the mic. I'll say, uh, and it says, has their name. So right. I'll say, oh, Michelle requested this song. We don't know that, so I'm not going to take your money. And nine times out of ten, they'll be like, God, take the money. Don't worry about it. So, you know, I, as long as you have that transparency. Sure. I think it works fine. Um, but as it turns out, too, uh, and I say it every year, after Memorial Day, it is very slow here in New Orleans. It's it's mm. People don't come here for the summer. It's too hot. It rains a lot. And um, going to beaches and things like that. So what, do you basically have June, July, and August where it's just going to be pretty low-key? Yeah. Will it be dead, dead to where they? you may have a day where they say, we're not having the day band today because there's nobody here, or you'll play to people mm. if they have them? That's possible. Um, not likely because they like to keep things going. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they like to keep things in operation. And things do happen. June, there's weddings. You know, the, there's people that come to New Orleans specifically for to get married. Um, Paul said, Steve, how do I do it? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I do all this. Um, He's very motivated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for for part of the day, each each of the day daytime gigs, but really Sunday, we were playing to absolutely nobody, except for the staff. Hmm. And there was there was periods of time we're playing to two people. It was very slow this weekend, this past week. And do you guys have fun with it? Like stretch it? Like, hey, let's trade four bars around the horn a couple of times oh yeah you're just like you know having fun i do it especially when i'm singing 
because then I can kind of control what's going on. And there's a couple songs where I'll do that. I'll like, you know, like I'll throw it to the keyboard player, throw it back to the guitar player. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we, we were talking about it two weeks ago when we had, uh, with, uh, um, Mike and, and those guys, uh, during episode 200 about gigs when there's nobody there. And that can be sometimes the most fun and the biggest learning experience where you're, you're trying out new songs and you, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you make mistakes, but you don't care because there's nobody there and it's a little more loosey goosey. Um, so yeah, so there's a benefit to it too. And, and I always look at it like that. I never get bummed out if there's nobody in the room or not a lot of people in the room. I know the reality of this. Well, it's like a paid rehearsal at that point. Exactly. You know? We're getting paid anyway. Yeah. We have to be there anyway. So might as well have fun and, you know, try to do the best we can. Um, but the, another challenge that we face, and I, I posted about this on Facebook a couple of days ago. Recently, this has really kind of just started, you know, over the last four or five months. Mm -hmm. A bunch of guys with motorcycles, not Harleys, but like those crotch rocket uh -huh. motorcycles, come and they park on Bourbon Street right in front of the club, a whole line of them, right in front of Bourbon Bandstand, where I play, facing out towards the street, so the back of the bike is faced towards the club. I mean, a line of 20, 25. Okay. And they blast music. Blast it. Like, as loud as... It's louder from, than we are in from the, the club. radio on their respective bikes. Yes. So they tune all twenty bikes to the same channel. No, not everybody's blasting oh. music. Like somebody, I guess the 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 ringleader, the, will the leader, yes. <laughs> whatever. And and it's always just like hip hop, offensive, loud. And nobody goes outside and says, "You got to move along." Like from the club or the police, there's nobody. no, and, and there's no, there's something going on, and other people have seen this and said, you know, they're doing it intentionally, and 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 it's so we have kind of the doors open, we have kind Maybe of windows. Maybe it's the guys in uh, Rockbox, you know, they're getting back at you for for bailing on the night gig. No, this has been happening for months too, and it affects Rockbox as well. Right across, across the, street. the street, sure, of course, how could it not? It's loud. Um, and we've been having to deal with this forever. And so, and it's not only that, but it's like I have there's a there's a couple windows like sort of up top that are open, and the doors are open, and they the bikes are the, a bunch of them are on, so there's exhaust yeah, fumes, fumes coming into, into the, the club, in, right? <laughs> into the club, loud music and exhaust fumes, and it's it's unbearable. It, it it makes it very very difficult to work. I just can't believe that the bouncer or the owner of the bar doesn't go outside and say you got to turn the bikes off. You can't be having your bike idling here. You're filling my club up with carbon monoxide. What's, what's wrong with you? Move on. I don't think these are reasonable people to talk to. Then you get the most unreasonable guy that you have in the bar to go out and talk some sense into. No, I mean the the bikers. Yeah. I don't think they're reasonable. I'm saying they're, so. You go they're... if they're unreasonable, you send a likely you know a similarly unreasonable person to go out there and deal with it. There's nobody to do that. Wow. 
There's like we have maybe a couple door guys who are just and this is only happens right outside the door of where you're playing, Steve. Or do they mobilize down the block like six or seven doors down and t- t- set up camp there too? As far as I know, it only happens in front of our. Huh. Um, and I've seen before where um, you know uh, uh, cops have been called, you know, but I, I think I saw it like once, and it happens every weekend, and. There's no cops to be found. You can't park on Bourbon Street. It's not legal. It's the same 20 hooligans. Park on Bourbon Street during that time. But somehow, yeah, somehow these guys are allowed to park here and be disturbing the peace, and nobody does a thing about it. So I'm thinking there's something. Maybe one of these bikers is a cop. Maybe they're paying off the cops. I mean, uh, who who the fuck knows? But it's it is very very challenging. Well, I challenge you, Steve, to go out on your next break and kick over the first bike into the other 20, like, dominoes and blow <laughs> Somebody, them all down. And, one of my friends said that, too. And be like, what's up, guys? Got to lower the music. I would be Thank I you. would be killed. I would be actually physically killed if I maybe. did that. No, not maybe. Unless, unless you would were be, a killer, I, Steve. You went out there like a killer, kicked all the bikes over and said, yeah. now pick up your bike to move like along to- before I do the same to all 20 of you guys. Like Joe said, maybe the cops would rather not deal with it, and that's possible, yeah, too. Yeah, it could be. Um, George said he'll come do it. All right, so George. <laughs> right, George, come on down. Just kick those bikes over. You just got to find um, some crazy guy. It's a big, crazy dude. But then Sunday, so they're out there, and they're making all this noise. So wait, this, and is, this is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Like, they come multiple days? Oh, yeah. Really? Every day, yeah. Wow. But not at night. They're gone by dinner time. No, at night. Oh, at no, night. That's come, when well, they're there. Night. They come like late afternoon. They they park themselves there and they stay there. And that's it. They just hang out there. They don't walk up and down. They don't go to clubs. They just hang out and play tunes on the bikes and hang. That's it. Hmm. And socialize with each other and just yeah. they're causing a general nuisance. Hmm. Um. Uh, but so, so Sunday. You know, it, I mean, it's like we'll play a song, we'll stop, and then you just get this blast of music from outside. So when we're playing, we can hear ourselves, and the people that are in the club can hear yeah, us. Yeah, but as soon as you stop but, playing, you hear that. But, but, but yeah, but people outside can't hear us, and and that's how we get people in the club. People walking by hear a song they like, and they walk at the club. That's that's the draw. But if if these guys are outside playing all this music, people outside can't hear us. But we, we would tr- I would try to string a bunch of songs together so we didn't have to deal with that, so at least the people that were in there. And it wasn't, you know, again, it was like four or five people, maybe Sunday night, that were in there. And then, I don't know, a couple hours into it, uh, the, the girl that was singing, Colleen, she looks at me and she's like, they're gone. And I, I turn around and I see all the bikes are gone. And then people started coming in. Mm. Um, you know, not a ton of people, but some more people started walking in. So I was like, okay. Then like 20, 30 minutes later, it started freaking pouring buckets of rain, like like hurricane level rain wow. coming down. Wind, everything. And then more people started coming in because it was raining. Yeah. You're not gonna sit outside. And and it turned out it, it's so interesting because so Rockbox is playing across the street at Fat Cats. And and I'm playing at Bandstand. And I look outside at this rain, and the rain is blowing, the the wind is blowing towards Fat Cats. So the rain, and they have this corner 
entrance that's the, with the doors wide open and there's no overhang there's nothing and the covered. rain's blowing in and the rain i i'm looking through the window and the rain is just blowing into fat cats like the wind is just blowing it right in so they shut the door and that band stopped playing but now we're across the street we're on sort of the back side of that and and pro- protected against the wind and so people were drawn to to walk into our club mm. so sunday night late we had a room like we had now we have a room of people yeah. seeking shelter from the weather and and the other club closed so now it's like we're only the only game in town so that's how the weekend ended where you know at, at the end of the night we had a room so we ended up playing till midnight and it was fun it was cool you know we we I think we repeated a couple songs, but it was nicer to have a room of people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There. So that was uh that's that the my weekend really in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Bikes, hip hop, and hurricane rain. I like it. Right. I yeah. like it, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so who knows what's to come with this? Um, yeah, interesting situation with the bikers you got to see what's driving that with that and just the whole dynamic of the band situation of using different players we really need a keyboard player so anybody out there that wants that can play keyboards and wants to play in new orleans you can have a job come on down you could have a job this weekend so if you're you're a keyboard player or you know a keyboard player that is looking for work you could be playing this weekend friday saturday and sunday night and get paid to play on the one of the most famous streets in the world. That's right. Bourbon Street. With one um, of the hottest bands on Bourbon Street. At one of the hottest clubs in Bourbon Street. That's right. Paul played in a at the Blue Street Club on Bourbon. He plays harmonica. Maybe you could I use harmonica BBC. instead of um, keyboards. Try that out. Joe Joe Kelly said it would be a long drive, <laughs> but, but potentially. But it looks like he's playing a bass in that picture, doesn't it? Yeah, hard to tell, but. But if, if Joe, if you're a keyboard player, come on down. Maybe Joe's multi. And so what if it's a long maybe drive? He's multi instrumental. Twenty years for Paul. Mm. Yeah, maybe he's multi instrumental. You know, you don't know. Um, I I really need to kind of figure that out and and reach out to that CBC community about. The availability of work in New Orleans. Yeah, and I mean, you have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that you could ping this off of to see if someone can help you with your keyboard problem. 700. We just hit 700,000. Yeah. It's awesome. On the so almost three quarters of a million people. Someone has to be able to play keyboards and lives close. And be available. And be available for, you know, coming through the summertime to be able to play in New Orleans. How could that not, how could it not be, Steve? Come on. It's got to be. Got to start putting the word uh, out. Um, and we did have another singer who didn't work with us but came in who was originally from Australia and was living in South Carolina and moved here just this past weekend mm. with her, I guess, her boyfriend who is in the military and is stationed here for the next three years. Um, and... I, I've been in communication with her for a couple of weeks. She sent me a video. She's really good. Uh, she's young, beautiful girl, um, and, and seems like a very sweet girl, too. And she stopped by on Saturday, came up and sang a couple songs with us, did really well. 
uh, we had, uh, you know, we talked about the situation and went back and forth. She too sent me a list, which was not in alphabetical order and not by genre. So is that a demerit, uh, Steve? A little bit, yeah. But w- c- w- would she have the availability to join the band as a full-time member, though? Could she do? She yeah, she's night? interested in that. So we we've had that conversation about that. So I think singers singers wise, we're in good shape. We need a keyboard player or another guitar player. I think and or another guitar player because our guitar player that works during the day in Cornerstone does not want to do six gigs on the weekend. And you have enough songs that warrant two guitarists. Well, yeah, because a second guitar can kind of double for a keyboard in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, we do songs like uh, like even Don't Stop Believing, a guitar player can start it, you know, rather than the piano part. Um, and it just makes it sound fuller, you know, when you have uh, two guitars. Nice. Uh, guitar player. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of songs where a guitar player can play rhythm while the, while the other one's soloing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah but ideally keyboards so you got your work cut out for you Mr. Steve rhythm and beat like Leo said yeah yeah Uh, but ultimately after all this being said ultimately really what I want to do is not play on Bourbon Street anymore (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the that's the whole that's the, the summation of this whole conversation is that you're ready to not play on Bourbon Street anymore. I've been doing it for 13 years, uh-huh. um, and I'd rather work on Cover Band Central all the time. Mm. That's more, more Yeah, funner. but you go through these phases, and then you know you, you do, miss playing, and then you get back into it. And like you said, you, you don't know if the, 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 the three-day doubles are going to last forever, right? So you ride it out as long as you can. Right. You know? Make some good bread, and then whatever will come will come. Yeah, embrace each opportunity, Steve, as it comes your way, right? Because you you never know what's going to happen. I'm figuring that you know, as it's been, things will change. Oh, they always do. They do. They always do. As they do. So um, I'm just trying to roll with it as it is, and like you said, yeah, make the money. But my focus really is on CBC. Um, as we approach a million, I think by next early next year yeah. we're going to hit a million yep. followers. Uh, and there's a lot of things, more things that I, there's a lot more things I want to do with that. But there's a lot more things I want to do musically too. Mm. I think I've I've done everything I can do on Bourbon Street. Okay, it's valid. I, I, there's nothing more I need to accomplish. Your bucket list has been checked off for Bur- the Bourbon Street bucket list. Right. So now you need to just set some new targets, Steve, some new goals, some new aspirations, yeah. right? And mix it up a little bit, you know? I would jam with other people, play different songs, yeah. be challenged as a player. There you go. You know, have to stretch myself. I've been playing for 40 years, but I still really feel like I have so much to learn. Of course. That's why we're consummate learners, you know? And, and George said, I, I'll miss playing out. And he's right. I, I do need to keep playing with bands. But I'll always, you know, and throwing back to the, the dearth of musicians in this city, I'll always get fill-in work. 
there, there will always be a time when somebody's going to need a bass player and I'll get called. Yeah, and that's the thing too, Steve, right? Like we've both been there where, you know, you go from playing, you know, maybe you, you might have months like when you're when you're not doing the three-day doubles, right? Because you're doing six gigs a weekend, every weekend, right? So that's 24 mm -hmm. gigs a month. But maybe you're, you're playing, you know, this, you're playing three or four or five times a week, right? Same thing. So you're doing, you know, anywhere from 15 to 20 gigs a month. But then you break back down to just maybe two to three times a month, you know, like I'm doing now. And it's it's mm -hmm. nice, you know, because you still get the taste. You still get to play. You still get the, you know, the experience. And, and you're you're not getting overrun by the, you know, the, the daily grind of play, 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 play. Right. So you might play two weekends in a row. Then you have one or two off or you might play one. And now we got like summer concert series coming up. So it's different venues, different crowds, different towns. It's not the same room, you know. So it's like you said, it, it evolves into what it evolves, you know, and even in my career, I've had opportunities where, you know, we played a real lot and then we played less. And it's like you make the best of both. Right. Because, you know, when you're playing a lot, it's not going to last forever. Right. Like it may go strong for a year or two, but you're not going to play, you know, 20 gigs a, a month for, for 10 years, you know, more than likely not. So after that runs its course, then, you know, you, you hop onto some other train. Right. And you get, you get other, another band going another situation or another opportunity comes up or someone comes up and wants to do original music. Imagine that. That's going to be a topic for Cover Band Central. How about original music sure. for Cover Band Central, right? Yeah, I'd love to do originals too. And uh, I didn't put our names up. Tony Tornado. Yeah, Hurricane didn't rhyme, so I couldn't use that. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and, and I love playing with other people, with new people. And uh, that was part of my decision with Rockbox, too, because they have their show. You know, they play basically the same show, same songs, mm -hmm. night after night after night. And I've been doing it for seven months now. And like, all right, I got it. You know, I get it. I, I've been doing it. I th there's There isn't much more challenge left in there. Um, and I, I would still enjoy it, you know, if, if I w were to keep doing it. But I just want something different. Now you want the challenge of managing 15 musicians over the course of three nights on a weekend right. and calling a show off of, you know, sheets. Keeps you on your toes, Steve. Keeps you excited. It does. Maybe that's I, why I don't you're looking like... tired tonight, Steve, because you're doing a lot, man. You know, maybe, I am doing uh, maybe she's on to something. I don't like being complacent. You know, it's just that's boring to me. Um, and I feel like there's a little too much complacency on Bourbon Street, too. Well, because it's the routine, right? There's It's the same, like you said, same club, same songs, same band, most of the time the same members, same no same mm -hmm. noisy bikes outside. You know, it's the same. Same, 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 same. It's like Groundhog Day. Maybe you got to mix it up. Like picture. Maybe you guys all wear like blue tuxedos to a gig. Maybe one day you dress up like Miami Vice at a gig. Maybe one day you dress up like 80s at a gig. You guys do anything like that? Sure. You do any type of... Uh, no. No? No. No, you just show up and this is it. You get what you see is what you get. Yeah. yeah. No wigs, no sunglasses, nothing. No. It's challenging enough to just make sure that we have all the music musicians that we need on stage. Let alone props and, and costumes. I right. understand. <laughs> it's a lot with props, wigs, wardrobe, makeup. You need a whole crew, especially when the roadies don't show up. 
you know? Yeah, there's planning involved. Yeah. There's, I mean, the ideas, the planning, and the, the execution. But that's why we, that's it's, why you make lists, Steve. You just list the stuff out. That's why you and make then lists. You can of have things. ideas when they come to you. You're like, oh man, I got this great idea. Let me write it down on my on my idea list, right? And you have a, a list of all kinds of good ideas, and then you're organized. Yeah. You can put them in alphabetical order, and you're good to go. A wish list. A wish good. list. Yes, an action list yes. too. So let, we should finish that, Steve. Like we talked about lists, lists, lists. But is there any type of organization of the list themselves to where when you have something on a list, if it doesn't get done, it gets carried over to a new list? Do I have that? Yes. Like do you have task lists or are you mainly using set lists and organizational lists and song lists? And uh, for me, like personally, I, I, I always has, have a list. I have a, a notepad that I write things down on all the time. Mm -hmm list of things that I need to do and yeah if I don't accomplish something it gets carried over to the next list or the next to-do list or whatever gotcha um yeah Joe said time to utilize Excel I love Excel but I'm not very good at it um so I I need to kind of take a, an Excel tutorial yeah it's pretty intuitive and... dude you can go online and just watch an Excel thing on YouTube and you know within a half an hour you're proficient enough to be able to navigate it George said I need to take care of myself before I really get sick I'm kind of always sick. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You do. Deborah said. Yeah, she, you do want to take care of yourself, though, Steve, because there is a lot of I things do, going though. around. I eat well. I take my vitamins. Yeah, no, I, I do, too, but I was sick two weeks yeah. ago, three weeks ago. Like, just came on. It was a bad cough, and, you know. Yeah. Deborah said, I journal daily and devote certain days to projects. Yes. Um, uh, I journal quite a bit, too. And, and George said, I always have a punch list. Punch list is great, mm -hmm. especially if you're working with somebody else. Yep. Um. You know, having a punch list, I got this done, you got this done, you you know, you assign tasks to people. And that's a good thing, too, if you're a band leader, having a list, too, and, and delegating to other people, having assignments and having a punch list, uh, make sure that projects get done. I think there's very few bands that do that, and, you know, most bands should do Well, that. like we talked about on episode 200, right, it's, it's, it's up to you how far you want to take your band, right? If you want to put a lot of time and effort into it and raise yourself and raise the bar right and get to better gigs and better paying gigs and play it in front of more people and hone the band and polish you know the 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 performance and the show you know it's great if you just want to go to the corner bar and play once a month and, and not put any effort into it it's great too if you're enjoying it right but if you really have wherewithal to make the most out of your situation then by all means yeah sky's the limit on that you know right. as long as you put in the time and like you said a lot of people don't but i think you have to steve when you get to a certain level like i know we have rehearsals you know i we have schedules i put together agendas we have songs that we're tracking that we're working on low hanging fruit ones more you know mission ones that are going to take a little while to, to to get down so it's good to have lists and, and targets that you can shoot for and it's a way that you can also measure your growth and say wow look how we've evolved from you know then to now yes I like yeah, it. Yes. So lists are good. I'm a fan. Yeah. Keep it a record of things too. It's And it's good for nostalgia. If you're one of those nostalgic types, mm. you know, you can always look back at things that you It's did. always funny too, to look back like 25 years ago at set lists from bands you were in, right? And look yeah. at the songs you were playing. Right? It's funny looking at them now and seeing yeah. the same songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't have that, that issue at all. I do. Um, all right. Thank you guys for joining us for 201. Yeah. Uh, CoverBandCentral.com is where you can go for all things CoverBandCentral. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It is free. Free, free, um, free. You want to contact me or Tony, Steve, at CoverBandCentral.com is how you do that. 
Uh, you can send stars, as we mentioned before, but you can also tip us at paypal.me slash Central. Yeah. Show us some love. I love it. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the description for that. And check out all the previous podcasts, too. The link is in the description for that as well. And the audio podcast. And we will uh, we'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season. And that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.